This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Gabby. The drama that erupted during, after, and into the beginning of the week because of what a lot of people perceived to be horrific fan behavior at a baseball game between the Colorado Rockies and the Miami Marlins this past Sunday has turned into an actual real-life episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm for the fan that's at the forefront of it all, simply because of what turned out to be an unfortunately timed visit from the Rockies mascot, whose name is, unfortunately, a little too close to sounding like a racial slur, specifically when picked up on the field microphones for the TV broadcast of the game. So here's what was alleged to have happened Mm -hmm. and why everyone on social media was calling for this fan's head. During the final inning of the game, as the Marlins were losing by five points, outfielder Lewis Brinson, who is black, was at bat when the audio being broadcast to local affiliates was suddenly filled by what uh, sounded like some of the most horrific taunting you could uh, you, you would imagine from fans at uh, Coors Field in Colorado. It sounded like the fans, and one fan in particular, were shouting the N-word at Brinson while he was at the plate, which, if true, You'd have to imagine or at least hope that uh, someone, anyone in the crowd or security would have immediately approached the guy and uh, thrown him out or maybe even kicked his ass. Yeah. (laughs) Now, we're obviously not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. Terrible people do and say terrible things every day, especially in the sport of soccer. (laughs) Well, yeah, but soccer specifically, (laughs) but in all sports. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, in a a stadium, a baseball stadium, when it's at a quiet point in the game within earshot of thousands, it seems a lot less likely to just hear slurs flying through the air. Not impossible, but unlikely. Yeah. Well, the people watching the game at home and basically anyone with a Twitter account came down very hard on that fan and the Rockies organization for allowing it to happen with what seemed like no repercussions. People were out there looking for blood. And eventually, three hours after the incident, the Rockies finally, dare I say a little bit too late, Uh, posted an official statement acknowledging and apologizing for what took place. Quote, The Colorado Rockies are disgusted at the racial slur by a fan directed at Marlins Lewis Brinson during the ninth inning of today's game. Although the subject was not identified prior to the end of the game, the Rockies are still investigating this incident. The Rockies have zero tolerance for any form of racism or discrimination, and any fan using derogatory language of any kind will be ejected and banned from Coors Field. Which, yeah, that kind of behavior should be unacceptable, and it should result in someone getting ejected and banned from the park. It would be horrific if it were true. Well, guys, meet Dinger, the anthropomorphic purple triceratops and official mascot of the Colorado Rockies, who has been hyping up fans since his first appearance all the way back in 1994, and whose name is also slang for hit home run. Mm -hmm. I hit Dingers. Yes. Dinger just so happened to be in the crowd during the ninth inning of the ball game in what ended up being uh, some pretty unfortunate timing for everyone because while Lewis Brinson was at bat, you could hear some subtle calls for Dinger's attention. And then one guy who really wanted Dinger's <laughs> attention who yelled out Dinger's name very loudly three times in a row. Uh, a man who is clearly visible on the broadcast and uh, the broadcast which people were trying to use to identify him with. There he is. There's that Uh racist piece of shit. Now, obviously, we can't show the footage. Um, I'll show a little bit and zoom in. But, you know, just for referential, transformative (coughs) explanation content. But, yeah, it is a sporting event. It's MLB footage. We do not have the express written consent. No, we'll leave links in the description below. And those could potentially guide you to that footage Mm -hmm. if you were so inclined. 
But uh, yeah, <laughs> with absolutely zero context of what's going on and just people telling you that a guy was screaming a racial slur at the batter and then hearing a clip of it online, yeah, it does sound like someone might be saying the N-word. What, what else could they possibly be saying? Exactly. But when you review the video and the audio and you understand about the ascot, uh, the mascot uh, and also just the general reactions of everyone sitting around him... They seem really cool with this. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty obvious that he is simply calling out the name of the Rockies mascot, Dinger. Now you can also, as we said before, hear other people calling out his name and uh, then... In the video, the guy looks over in the direction of the mascot, points to the mascot, <laughs> to the person that he's with, like, hey, look, look who it is. It's and, there. And, and then shouts his name multiple times while waving. No intention or uh, attention is made uh, toward what is happening on the field because, again, they were, the yeah, Rockies the were in the league. The game was virtually finished yeah. at this point. Uh, the guy, not focused on the game at all, really focused on the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. He loves uh, that purple dinosaur. And who doesn't? Especially when the game's nearly over and you're just trying to get a photo with your favorite anthropomorphic <laughs> triceratops. Uh, also, if you listen very closely to the audio before he starts shouting his name, which is a thing that is misinterpreted, you can hear him say to the person next to him, hey, look, it's Dinger. And then oh. he shouts, <laughs> I'm going to get his attention. This is the best moment of my life. <laughs> it's Dinger. He's I'm right here. A hero for getting him over here to say hi to everyone. Hey, everyone, it's Dinger. <laughs> Woo! And the crowd went nuts. Um, but yeah, with no time wasted, everyone just crucified this fan and the organization for allowing it to happen. Baseball and sports commentators, as well as fans, and just a general mob of Twitter users, descended upon the Rockies organization and went looking for info about this fan so they could expose him and publicly shame him. Which, look, I mean, yeah, it would have been pretty understandable if he actually said and did what people <laughs> thought he said and did, but... yeah. Uh, you, you don't have to agree with the mob justice, but you'd at least understand the motivation. Why the hell people would go after someone who screamed a racial slur at a black player. If that was what happened, yeah. You'd be like, oh yeah, I mean, th that's, that makes cause, sense. that's cause for outrage. Yeah, now of course that didn't end up being the case, which is both horrifying and hilarious. Horrifying because people were very quick to believe that someone could get away with screaming the N-word at a baseball stadium with not so much as uh, any negative reaction from anyone around him, let alone any kind of quick removal from the ball club or no. someone just being like, hey, cut it out. Literally anything hey, happening. <laughs> uh, now, it's hilarious because this feels like a scene straight out of an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And obviously that's been pointed out by thousands of people at this point. But this Twitter user, they summed it up quite well with a, a made-up excerpt uh, from a potential Curb Your Enthusiasm script that they posted. Larry David. I can't believe I let you and Susie talk me into going to this game. The Rockies in August? Come on. Jeff, Larry, have some fun. Relax, okay? Look, there's the mascot, Larry. Oh, this guy. I've got some words for this guy. Hey, hey, you. Yeah, you. Dinger. Dinger. And uh, yeah. there's multiple people afterwards bum, that are like... Bum, bum. Directed by Robert B. Watt. <laughs> so, uh, someone pushes a hot dog cart out of the way and it's Wanda Sykes. Yeah. <laughs> Larry. Larry, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what did you just say? So, yeah, but you know who doesn't find it funny? Uh, the guy on the receiving end of all this backlash for simply trying to get the attention of a person wearing a fursuit that looks like a dinosaur. Just a nice day out at the ballpark. Yeah. It almost ha ha happened to uh, result in the end of his social life. I tried to say hello to a dinosaur, and I almost got charged with a hate crime. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of the more prominent commentators online have deleted their tweets and their Reddit threads uh, and whatever. And the, the Rockies organization finally issued a second statement regarding the incident where they said this. 
After a thorough investigation that included calls, emails, and video clips from concerned fans, media, and broadcast partners, the Colorado Rockies have concluded that the fan was indeed yelling for Rockies mascot Dinger in hopes of getting his attention for a photo. And there was never any racial slur that occurred. Oops. And now we know. Our bad. Uh, anyways, Dinger has been put on paid administrative leave <laughs> during the investigation. That's not true. Yeah. But there's plenty of fake Sports Center accounts that are tweeting about Dinger being removed uh, as the mascot. It's, it's great material. Um, but uh, while we're on the topic, just as ballpark video footage of the event was able to exonerate the fan at Rocky Stadium from doing any wrongdoing, uh, it, it's also interesting to bring up the fact that ballpark footage from the actual series Curb Your Enthusiasm was in fact used to exonerate someone uh, a while back. There's even an entire Netflix documentary about it called Long Shot. But uh, here's the quick version. In one of the earlier episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, the one where Larry David picks up a prostitute so that he can use the carpool lane to make it to the Dodger game on time, there is obviously some shots of the crowd at that game. Well, a guy named Juan Catalan was arrested and charged with the murder of a teenage girl, but uh, the guy had an alibi that made it impossible for him to be the one responsible for that crime. He was at a Dodgers game. By the way, this is all real life. This yeah. is not an episode. This is a guy this was happened. actually arrested for the murder of a teenager. He's like, no, I was at the Dodgers game. They're like, oh, well, prove it. Prove Where, it. Where's your ticket stub? So it just so happens that uh, he was at the Dodgers game that was being filmed for the episode of Kirby Enthusiasm. And the footage from the television show was used to prove his innocence. Yeah. It's, it's not a long documentary. It's like an hour so it's and it's totally worth the watch because Larry David is like a character witness in the documentary. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean we were there filming, pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, good good thing we were able to exonerate this innocent person. Thank you, Larry David. He doesn't get enough credit for all the good that he does in the world. <laughs> He's just always getting blamed for everything. <laughs> what did you say, Larry? <laughs> anyway, let's get back to things that unintentionally sound like racial slurs. Because uh, believe it or not, the Dinger saga isn't the only story we've got about that kind of thing for you today. Uh, so you remember the game Back for Blood? Back for Blood mm -hmm. is the one that's basically the unofficial spiritual successor to Left for Dead. Uh, in that it's, it's being developed by Total Rock Studios, who developed the original Left for Dead, yeah. but uh, Valve is not involved. So yeah, that game about, which is about battling off hordes of zombies, it's actually an open beta right now, and uh, a slew of new players are finally getting their first taste of the title. And unfortunately, <laughs> some of them are hearing a little bit of hate speech from what would appear to be. Racist zombies in this game. Yes. Uh, and just like the audio from the Rockies game, with no other explanation, yeah, it, it does sound like the zombies are screaming the N-word at players. But unlike the Rockies game where the misinterpretation couldn't have been prevented because it happened on live television, this probably should have been picked up uh, previously by game testers or anyone working on the game internally yeah. before it went out to open beta. And... and it's not like it's such a random occurrence that it could have slipped by. There are at least at least two examples of people playing the game and recording themselves playing it uh, who have heard the zombies hurl the slur at them, uh, most notably from at uh, HomBKE on Twitter. Here you go. What did you call me? Yikes. Yeah, definitely sounds like it. That is a racist zombie. And then hot dog cart moves out of the way and Wanda Sykes is there like... What are you saying? Uh, for their part, WB Games has officially responded to this controversy and issued a statement and an explanation for what the hell's going on here, saying, Our team has been made aware of offensive language that can be heard when playing the game. This was not recorded or ever intended to be part of our gameplay. The audio is a result of two different ridden growls that are playing simultaneously and when heard together, 
sound like that word. We are working diligently to fix this issue, which should be completed either in time for the beta or when the game launches. So yeah, apparently just really, really bad luck, really <laughs> unfortunate timing between two otherwise random you know, zombie voices, essentially grunts. Uh, yeah, that when played together, <laughs> create a racial slur. This the, is this the is the one, one thing we didn't want to happen. Um, but yeah, at least people were able to find it, record it, and point it out before the game was out of beta. Yes, they should give them a medal. Or at least a free copy of the game. Yeah. Thank you for pointing out that the zombies might sound racist in certain... <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> Great job. Also, it's a beta. It's a beta, guys. <laughs> guys, this is a beta. If the zombies say the N-word, yeah. we can't be held responsible. That's a bug. You submit it through the proper channels. <laughs> yeah, actually, this worked as intended. Yeah. It's like it's that like the story we always talk about how they put the duck in the game. They're like, all right, if anyone finds this, then uh, we'll have done our job. Yeah. And, and instead, it's the N word. They're like, yeah. are enough beta testers good enough to spot the N word in one of our games? We'll find out. The answer is yes. But anyways, that's not all for today. Uh, we're not sure why mid-August is bringing out the most baffling misinterpretations of people uh, or the things they say. But here we are. Uh, but before we get into the rest of today's stories, uh, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Gabby. Now, there's hundreds of companies out there claiming to compare auto and home insurance rates, but there's only one who actually does it. Get a better insurance with Gabby. Yes, that's what Gabby spells out, G-A-B-I. Oh, wow. Gabby is the one true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses. Just like the one we heard earlier. Ballpark guesses, yeah. Couldn't have been a better ad copy. You don't want that. Uh, use your current policy to find a better policy. Comparing your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers, all in one place. Use your current insurance information to get started today. It's free, and they only show you policies that are the same or better than your current coverage. Many of them at a lower price. I, I went through the whole process of signing up for Gabby. It's like five minutes total. You just put your information in there. Uh, they they run the numbers and they get back to you with all of the options. Yeah, and, it's like uh, a little quiz, except it might result in you getting cheaper insurance. Yeah, you get you get, you basically get to see all the best possible alternatives for your auto insurance, renter's insurance, stuff like that. And there it's you go. Great. So uh, Gabby customers save nine hundred and sixty one dollars per year on average, and they will never sell your info. So no annoying spam or robocalls. Put your policy to the test, like I did. Get a better insurance with Gabby. It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. So go to gabby.com slash todaydaily. That is G-A-B-I, get a better insurance, dot com slash todaydaily. Gabby.com slash todaydaily. All right, well, this next story has less to do with mishearing something and way more to do with misinterpreting something on purpose because the people of Utah are upset. What, did they uh, accidentally not drink decaf? <laughs> no, they told a little fib and it got out of control. Uh -huh. No, uh... They are upset, and gosh darn it, they're going to say something about it. I've okay. held my tongue for too long. Okay. Time to speak up. Now, Utah, a historically puritanical state made up of Mormons, is currently governed by a man named Spencer J. Cox. Oh, scandalous. And it seems as though his constituents aren't too worried about his political views. He is a Republican in Utah. It makes sense. They are, however, worried about how offensive his name sounds, <laughs> as it is clearly clearly slang for male genitalia, regardless of how it is spelled. Because, look, you see it on a piece of paper, you don't think twice. Someone Say, starts talking about cocks in real life. Oh, my gosh. I need to exit the conversation. Oh, my gosh. I need to go wash my mouth out with a bar of soap. Uh, but, yeah, regardless of how it's spelled, people are fed up with referring to one of their local leaders as Governor Cox. So if this were almost any other state, we would assume that the protest of the governor's name sounding like a big old penis would just be some kind of prankster having a little bit of fun. But uh, 
it just seems so damn believable that the good, wholesome, pure people of Utah would actually be upset about their governor's name being Cox. We're gonna we're gonna mark this one down as believable, but uh, hesitantly uh, so. so. Yeah, we're 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 kind of tiptoeing yeah. around the idea that this within is, the realm of possibility. The the news about it is real. Yeah, but is the out the like the outspoken people of Utah is that an actual real thing that's happening? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, what is true? is the fact that this complaint was brought to everyone's attention because of a sternly written letter sent directly to the governor's office from a concerned citizen. Whether he or she actually exists is up for debate, but again, yeah, it's debatable, and let's just read the letter. Here you go. Dearest Governor Cox, I do not know if you know this, but when people say your surname, it sounds like the word cock, spelled C-O-C-K. It's obscene. Us decent people here in Utah will not stand for it. The Honorable Republican Party will not stand for it. Most importantly... I will not stand for it. Because of your reluctance to change your foul, dirty, and obscene surname, myself and thousands of other Utahns will be sitting in protest, not standing, until you change your heinous surname to something less offensive. This is a social justice issue, and we will not be denied basic human decency. If our simple request is not met, we will assemble and do what democracy was made to do by recalling you from office because of your filthy surname. This is not a communist dictatorship. This is the great state of Utah. We do not accept sick jokes to run rampant in our civil institutions. We demand a response to this letter, and we expect to hear back from your office soon. Love, love, love. (laughs) a very concerned citizen. Okay, yeah, this is probably, almost certainly, hopefully, a joke, but the governor is the one that posted the letter directly to his own Twitter account, so he's at least seen the request yeah. and seems to enjoy it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love when they talk about my last name. In his tweet, he wrote, really grateful for the criticism and constructive feedback I get from constituents that demand I checks notes, change my name. Yeah. Um, and What uh, would he change it to? Yeah, I don't know. Governor Penis. Rooster. <laughs> Governor Rooster. Old Governor Rooster. Governor, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, he like he's he's also kind of like a Mitt Romney type. Yeah. Where he at least at first tried to distance himself from uh, the Trump administration, yeah. and also is look uh, at least a little bit uh, accepting of uh, others compared to the rest of his party. Um, so I'll let him have fun. Mormon with this one. conservatism is is very distinct from like MAGA conservatism. They at the very least have like they're consistent with their morality. Yeah. I guess. Generally speaking. Yeah. Anyway, but while we're on the topic of Republican governors, let's move over from one who's in the news for comical reasons to one who has been dominating the news thanks to how awful his state has been doing in regards to coronavirus infections and hospitalizations. We're talking about Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, Florida's been doing so poorly with the COVID that local schools and businesses are now defying the DeSantis mask mandate, which does the opposite of what you would assume a mask mandate does. It, it, It instead attempts to fight companies and schools from being able to enforce mask mandates on the property. Yeah. The mask mandate is an anti-mask mandate. Yeah, you can't enforce people wearing masks. But local schools, uh, governments, and uh, specifically, oddly enough, the the cruise ship industry have all been fighting very hard to make it so they can actually enforce enforce a mask policy. Yeah, the cruise ship industry, they don't like it because if they get one test, they get one positive test on the fucking ship. It shuts down 
The whole thing. It's the Titanic all over again. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from the recent data that was reported on by the Washington Post, here you go. Florida reported 21,683 new coronavirus cases on Friday, the state's highest one-day total since the start of the pandemic, according to data released Saturday by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The data shows the severity of the surge in Florida, the epicenter of the U.S. outbreak, and now responsible for one in five new infections nationally. The previous peak in Florida had been on January 7th when the state reported 19,334 cases, according to the CDC, before the widespread availability of coronavirus vaccinations. So it's doing worse now. And I believe it broke records three days in a row yeah. or something like that. Uh, also, I, I forget what which commentator it was, but someone was like, if Florida was a foreign country, we would have a travel advisory and restriction going to and from it. Yeah. That's yep. how bad it is. Yeah, like per, in terms of per capita infections, it's like Florida, Botswana, and then like Louisiana. It's I bad. Think. It's real bad. Luckily, the death numbers aren't uh, following suit as highly, yeah. which is good. Um, but uh, hospital beds there are uh, getting harder and harder to find. So those numbers might catch up, which would be very bad and very scary, especially as someone who has whose entire family lives yeah, there. Not great. But as we said earlier, uh, and you know, since the beginning of the pandemic, people either can't or refuse to grasp the severity of this infection until it personally affects them or their family. And there is certainly no shortage of that happening, especially now that the vaccine is widely available and also effective against severe symptoms, hospitalization, and death. Just head over to the Leopards Ate My Face subreddit at any time in the past couple of months or seemingly any time going forward for the foreseeable future, and you will see no shortage of stories of people who, upon realizing they might die from this disease, end up regretting not getting the vaccine. There's a, another subreddit I found today. It's, it's a very dark place. It's called the Herman Cain Award. It's just like the- uh, Up until uh, the point they uh, die. It's a, a yeah. specific type of Darwin Award. There was a guy recently, the Newsmax uh, yeah. uh, guy, and he was also a radio show host in Florida, mm -hmm. who publicly was talking about how COVID was no big deal, blah, 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 blah privately, as he was about to die from it, was telling his closest friends and family to please, right, for the love I'll, of God, I'll get the vaccine, go yeah. get the vaccine. But uh, anyway, one post in particular recently from Florida caught our eye and made us a, a bit curious. We wanted to search a little bit more about this. Uh, from a post on the r slash nursing subreddit, the person we're getting ready to intubate with COVID pneumonia has a shirt on that says, don't Fauci my Florida. So this person not only literally purchased merchandise protesting advice, vaccinations, and preventative restrictions in their state, restrictions and advice that could have potentially saved their life or at least a trip to the ICU, but they were wearing the shirt into the hospital and wearing it while they were being put into life-saving medical equipment. And this is another one of those, uh, maybe it's made up because it's so ridiculous, a little too on the nose sort of stories. I mean, it is just someone posting this on the internet. Yeah. People lie on there a lot. But if the shirt exists, then you got to be able to buy it somewhere, right? Yeah. So, so uh, we went to go find this Don't Fouch You My Florida shirt. Which isn't it, even a good uh, it, slogan. It's a terrible pun. Yeah, it's just... Weak. Yeah. We, we checked to see if it's real. And wouldn't you know it? It is real. You can buy it. Yes, it is a real shirt that exists. And it wasn't just put up as part of this post. Yeah. Um, but uh, would you like to know where you can buy the shirt that this person was allegedly wearing while they were in the hospital about to be intubated in order to prevent them from dying of coronavirus complications from the official website of Governor Ron DeSantis. RonDeSantis.com. You go right there, you click store, and there the shirt is, right next to other merch offerings like the Love My Gov shirt, and also a flag and hat that look identical to Trump logos. 
and also a beer koozie that reads, how the hell am I going to be able to drink a beer with a mask on? The Don't Fauci My Florida shirt, which is also available on its own beer koozie, even has the DeSantis logo on it. So good job, shithead. Not only causing the deaths of untold numbers, but selling them merchandise on their way to death's door. Damn. It's it's wild. Like, like we always talk about how divergent timeline, reality's dumb, this is all insane, but also it's very detrimental. Everyone, people are actually dying. Uh, it's the, really bad. The world is dying. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about in Tech News Day, the recent report about uh, climate change. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, this is just one of those things where it's like, this is so dumb that it, it like, it has to be like some divine entity, like having a bit of a laugh on the way out. Like, what if this guy, what if uh, before he contracted the virus, he bought a shirt from Ron DeSantis's website mm-hmm. uh, that made fun of, mocked preventative measures, including the vaccine, or the person giving the advice? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very, wild out here it's in very these streets. On the nose. Mm-hmm. That's not even a lot of these governors are getting each other, getting themselves in trouble quite a lot lately. Yeah, at Cuomo, he's like, I, I ain't leaving. Everyone's like, get the fuck out. We want you to leave now. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm going to fire a bunch of my staff or have them resign. And uh, I'm just going to keep doing this governor shit. I'm Italian. I'm old and I'm Italian. I like to kiss people on the face. And I love and If you don't like it, well, stay the hell out of my governor's mansion. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. So uh, odd times that we're living in. And it just, uh, you know, we had a good break there for like two months. Maybe, maybe, maybe two It was months. like six weeks. Okay. But then it was like uh, the ratchet just grew. tightening, tightening. Yeah. And it uh, doesn't feel like it's going to get looser anytime soon. Seems like um, buckle up. It's going to be another buckle up, buckaroo. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's that it's that meme of like uh, Captain America running. It's like 2020 and 2022 is right here. It's I cannot believe it'll have been two years and we're still not through this. God damn it. Anyways. That's it for today's episode. Please go watch our most recent episode of Weekly Weird News and the most recent episode of News Dump. Uh, Weekly Weekly Weird News, obvious chaos uh, about a a horse that gets scared about a big old sumo butt. Olympics officially over now. They're done. Uh, And then uh, News Dump, we talk all about the gigantic uh, uh, South Park budget that's coming in the future with lots and lots of movies. They're getting paid. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we'll have updates on that in the new News Dump. But uh, check out both of those, and we'll see you very soon for for some Tech News Day. Bye-bye. Bye.